She's crazy like the fool. Go ahead. Do your little mocking Saturday Night Fever dance I'm over there. I'm not mocking. I'm just a lot of thumbs when it was, you know, back in the roller skating nope. days. I had the thumbs out, you know, just like, working my way around the dance floor. Don't take this all the way down for a minute. Okay. Oh. So, I have an unapologetic... Oh, man. I mean, we may have to push our guests back, make sure they're happy in the green room, because I could do this all day. So our, we, we can pull it down a little all bit. Right, Are you right. familiar with the... Uh, so uh, my love of 70s Euro disco, it, it, it's, there's nothing ironic about it. I love every second of it. That right there is Boney M, probably best known for their multi-platinum smash all across the continent. Uh, Rasputin? Yeah. Ra, ra, Rasputin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't yeah. know it. You, yeah. you're, you're, I do, too, know it. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Okay, good, yeah. good. Well, that one right there, though, Daddy Cool, I've been looking for this record. Oh, you bought Called it. Take the Heat Off Me. <laughs> Ten bucks. And, I mean, like, most people would throw this across the room and not think about it again. Sometimes Christmas comes early. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 286. My name is Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. Sean, how does Tuesday find you? It finds me well. I still am uh, coming off that high from our Patreon event. Uh, thanks so much to Sarah Morris, Ben Cook-Feltz, Doug Collins, and Katie Vernon. And everybody who showed up. We had over 60 people there at one point. Really? Yeah, it was just so so nice. People were in such a great mood, and it kind of got me into the holiday spirit. It felt like a holiday party. It I mean, Because they were singing a bunch of holiday songs, and they, they all were. did a wondrous job, and thanks to them. And again, thanks to everybody who's ever supported the show, whether through sponsorship or through the Patreonage, or just by being a part of the show. We learn a lot about our community, and then on nights like that, we actually get to feel like we're part of a community. We were up there in Northeast Minneapolis, and it was the right amount of people, right? It wasn't sparse. It wasn't sad and desperate. <laughs> but No, they had also, to go get more tickets. Tables and chairs. Exactly. But I mean, like that kind of critical mass, you know, sometimes when the music got soft, you're like, I wish the people in the back would shut up. But I'm also (laughs) like, I'm also like, but you're in a bar and that's the way it works when we're here. It felt like everybody had a good time. Yeah. Thanks to Beast Barbecue again for hosting us there. And everybody said the food was great. It was a really good time. How are you doing? Uh, I'm fine. It's good. Tuesday, and it already feels like Friday, but I'm sure it's going to be great. And it's raining in December, which is just, it's always strange. Merry Christmas, yeah. everybody. Merry Christmas. Uh, the other good thing about being there, in addition to our Patreon supporters, our primary sponsors were there as well. Uh, Smart Start MN. We're in the Smart Start MN studios. They actually signed on before we ever did an episode of this nonsense. They did, and we love those guys. Uh, if you're looking... Uh, well, you or anybody you know has a DUI, mm. gets a DUI. We're in a state where you lose your license, whether you're guilty or not. You lose it right away. Um, but they can get you back into your car and driving to your kids' jujitsu lessons or whatever they happen to be into. Um, go ahead and go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the magical inner ignition interlock system. <laughs> Try to, God, just couldn't. Almost, stammered. man. Stammered. But you know what? You spiked the ball on the two-yard line, but that's okay. It was pretty close, man. Thanks, Dalvin Cook. People, oh, 
That was a painful one. We also want to thank the good people, Joe Burgess and his team at Moxie Wealth Management. They were out as well, he and his family. Lovely people. And friends. Exactly. And they do good work. What do they do? Well, it's called Moxie Wealth Management. So I'm assuming most of what they do is manage your wealth, but not just from one angle. They have an entire team that covers the entire spectrum of anything that could mean. And they're in it for the long haul. They're not going to be like, all right, set up, done, we're thanks, here's our fee, whatever. They're actually going to check in. They're going to maintain what's happening in various markets in different areas while they manage your wealth, right? Kind of a one-stop shop. So they have a tax person in there. They've got the wealth advisors. They've got a bunch of people, so you can kind of go to one location. And we Minnesotans don't like to talk about our wealth a whole lot. And they'll keep all that stuff uh, confidential and help you kind of figure out, can I retire? Will I retire? When might I retire? What the hell's going to happen with my money and my savings? Ouch. Yeah, I uh, I don't know that I'm in their ballpark, but I'll tell you what. When I win $400 million on Mega Millions, Joe... You're going to be the first guy I'm going to call. Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC North Star Resource Group is independently owned and operated Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414. She sells seashells down by the seashore. Coming up next, you know, I'm glad you brought up jujitsu because one of the most dynamic martial art duos in the Twin Cities will be joining us next. They bring a particular precision, an old school flow to their particular Kung Fu. They also happen to be both excellent musicians who have been at this for a long time. We'll have them just ahead, but I want to play one Christmas song real quick. I love this song. Well, it... I think I've played it every year we've done this you show. Have, but I just, this is the only time I hear it. So. Tori Amos, I know, like, Tori Amos was weird before Fiona Apple was weird, all right? She was weird before Lana Del Rey was weird. And I mean that as the highest form of compliment. I love Tori Amos. And she put out this incredible record that's a bizarre blend of sort of sacred, you know, notions of this time of year for the Christian faith, but then also blends them with all these incredible pagan things. It's called uh, Midwinter Graces, and it's one of my very, very favorite Christmas records, and that's where you find this one right here, her take on Star of Wonder on The Brian Oak Show.
Winter Graces by Tori Amos, I'm telling you, it is absolutely spectacular. So we had that great Patreon event just a few nights ago uh, at Beast Barbecue, and it was great because there's so much incredible music in this town. There always has been. It continues to evolve. It's always been a hot spring, and I think a lot of people know about it by this time. But of course, you know, there was a heyday, right? And there was a time when people were really paying attention. We've never gotten less creative in this town, and there's always been interesting music and talented players in this town for a very long time. They continue to this day, so all you people with your coastal bias, you know, your, oh, flyover country, fuck you. You are missing the fuck out. We're going to introduce a duo here, a psychedelic folk rock duo, Bleak and Grim. Now, before we find out who they are, I love the name alone. It makes me think of like Edward Gorey or some sort of dark Victorian, I don't know, detective. I'm not really sure what they're after. We'll find out in just a second. Bleak and Grim, psychedelic folk rock duo made up of Aaron Seymour and Craig Tykin. Now, Aaron Seymour has been around forever, and I've been sort of a fanboy for longer than I'd like to admit, going back to the widgets in the 80s. Delilah's in the 90s is my personal soft spot. Yep. X-Ray Hip in the 2000s. Um, white sweater up to today. Oh, Bubbles. I don't know Bubbles. Why don't I know anything about Bubbles? You should know Bubbles. Well, I guess I will. I've got homework then is what you're telling me it's right now. It's kind of now. a super group. That's, that's the record we did with uh, Becky Capel and oh. Edie Ray. 
All right, I do know Aaron bubbles. I just I, apparently I have not committed. I have not committed enough time to bubbles to really make it stick. Singer, songwriter, guitarist Craig Tyken founded and fronted the alternative band Wood, toured with Marley McLeod, has been with X-Ray Hip, Sons of Gloria, Dave Raven, the Governors, etc., etc. We get it. You're both kind of big deals, all right? You've played on a ton of bands. You've both been around for a very long time. And now, together as bleak and grim, first of all, Aaron, Craig, hello. Hi, Brian. Hi, Sean. Hey, how's it going? It's good to be here. Right on the microphone, people. Yeah. I want you to speak right up, all right? Right here. Thank there you, you go. Very, right on it. Thank you very Love much. It. Love it. Uh, first of all, Merry Christmas. And with that in mind, bleak and grim, it, it, it it's kind of delicious. It has this literary feel to it, like something out of Harry Potter or, like I said, Edward Gorey. Tell me about bleak and grim. Well, it uh, the name kind of started as a joke uh, or or was uh, came from a joke. We were on a road trip uh with a white sweater, actually, to go play in Milwaukee, which uh, was kind of a rare thing for us. And uh, Craig would look at something on the side of the road, maybe, a, you know, a, a trailer that had been abandoned or something, and say, bleak. And then I'd say, <laughs> and I'd say, grim. And then and it, we kind of alternated back and forth, and it kind of became a thing. And then, uh, you know, we didn't say, hey, let's name a band after it, but we started writing some songs, you know, the, the first full winter of COVID, and... Uh, and then the way the songs came out, it just kind of seemed... We were still saying bleak and grim all the time about everything. Well, those days were, I mean, even compared to regular life, which today you could describe as bleak and grim. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, the last couple of years, relatively bleak, relatively grim, right? We got real lucky. Yeah, well, I mean, so this is a long gestating project. Um, I mean, Craig, how long, how far back does your relationship with Aaron go? Uh, well, my f- first awareness was in the eighties in 1987, my sister made me a mixtape with, uh, all kinds of replacements on there and Paul Kelly and the messengers mm, and right. all that stuff from the eighties. And there was a song called apathetic life by a band called the widgets. And I loved that song on the tape. I was like, who are these guys? And they're from here. Yeah. Like, wow, wow. They're from here. <laughs> cool. You know, which was by the way, when you were young, that was always a revelation. Yes. Like, Holy crap, yeah. <laughs> I, I live in the same area that this band lives in? That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> with my band Wood in the 90s, we uh, ended up doing shows on the road with Delilah's right. in Milwaukee. I, I think saw Wood. The first one. Yep, I saw you guys back in the day. Yeah, and so uh, we we became friends, and then uh, when he quit <laughs> the Delilah's, I, I, I teach golf, it's my job, and uh, I was out teaching a lady, and we got paired up with another twosome and uh one of the people in the group was aaron i looked at him like whoa wow and he was just learning look uh, at that how to play so i taught him taught him from scratch how to play golf and then taught you everything you know about golf is that what he's saying pretty much yeah yeah Yeah, i just like it was like the second time or third time i was ever playing in my life and just happened to get paired with my my old uh you know band friend what what's your handicap uh but uh, everything I do is a handicap, I would say. Uh, no. <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut, Harrison Bergeron, I got it, man. The handicapper general. Um, what about you, scratch golfer? Uh, if I practice, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I mean, I'm not testing anybody here. No. None of this is going down on anyone's permanent record. But where do you teach lessons? Because I need lessons again. Oh, good. Badly. All, all over town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coach. Good. Uh, Brookview is where I'm at a lot of the time. Okay, with my high school team. Maybe right. I've seen you over there. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you just give me half of what he's going to charge? 
I'll kick you in the nuts and we'll call it a day. You'll save yourself a lot of frustration. That seems to work with everything you've taught me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen, let's get our first song here from Bleak and Grim, and we'll talk more about what's gone into this and what we can look forward to. But first of all, we should hear a song. So our first song from Bleak and Grim, tell me about the song and the other things that are orbiting it. Well, the song, uh, I'm not really sure what it's about. I'm not really sure what any of them are about. Uh, Maybe something that... uh, I, what it, the way it typically goes is, I, is something's bothering me about uh, someone I know or about two people and the relationship they have. And, and then I get a few words, you know, that kind of come to mind. And then I realize like a lot of things that what's really bothering me is something that it reminds me about myself. Uh, and so that's kind of the way. Which I is started. always easy to find. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. And you're such a great help with that. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, I, I mean, I guess... Uh, you know, I like to let the let the songs sort of tell their own story, but uh, uh, it's a pretty song. Normally, we'd put something like a little faster, more rocking as the first song on the record, but we just really, really kind of like this one. It's just kind of pretty, I think. never anyone to 
to blame Forever never was and will never be the same You will never know anyone Anymore than they know Bleak and grim on the Brian Oak Show. That was uh, more bleak than grim for me. Well, yeah. I think it was pretty grim. <laughs> I, I did not leave that song hopeful, but I am hopeful <laughs> about the fact that Aaron and Craig, who are bleak and grim, are in front of us right now. Now, all three of you seem to be chittering amongst yourselves about some sort of video companion for that song that I know literally nothing about. So explain it to me like I was a five-year-old. Uh, it was uh, directed, and the whole scheme of it was uh, Paul Ermitter at uh, 612 IM Productions, mm-hmm. uh, who I've worked with for a long time. And uh, no, he came up with the idea. It was like, you know, pick a song, come up with an idea, and, and then he brought us in. This is what I want to do. Okay. So we did it. Boom. Dead fast. And isn't is a movie maker. So. Isn't it wonderful to work with people who like you have a thing, you're like, what if we did this? And they're like, yeah, here it is. And it's even better than what you had actually initially envisioned. Yeah, that's exactly what happened in this case. I I didn't really have any idea for the uh, for the video at all. And he, he picked the song that he wanted to do a video for and had the whole idea for it and set up the shots and everything just kind of went perfectly, like really quickly and just, it was just fun. Wow. Most people who you hear talk about making videos, no matter what the song is or the project, rarely has the word fun ever come up because, I mean, they're pretty arduous and there's a lot that goes into them, right? And so a lot of people, you know, they're like, yeah, it was a fun four-day shoot of doing the same thing (laughs) over and over and fucking over again. Bleak and Grim join us here. Now, you have a brand new album called Cold that is going to be coming out sooner rather than later. Is that correct? That's right. January 1st is the official release date. And uh, I'll be honest, uh, and I hope Craig doesn't mind me being honest for once, but uh, we, we, picked January f- <laughs> we picked January 1st uh, just because a year from now it'll seem much more recent. And we'll look really prolific if another record comes out, you know, in 2023. That's that's kind of the goal. Okay, well, also, I mean... What's more bleak and grim than January 1st? Very little. Precious, precious little, actually. It should be mentioned that cold is spelled with a K. Yeah, and there's a reason for that, too. So we have these uh, nom de plumes, or, you know... Yeah, yeah. uh, So I'm Barry Bleak, but Barry is spelled B-E-R-R-Y, like the fruit. Sure. And middle name (laughs) Furlong, uh... And he's Gary Grimm with two R's, uh, Gary Delaware Grimm. But uh, the third member of the band, really, we're a duo, but we really have, we're, we're a three-member duo because Rich Matson up north at Sparta is Quarry, Q-U-A-R-R-Y, cold with a, with a K. And so it's a way to get his name, you know, on the record as well. He, he, he plays a million, well, a million might be a slight exaggeration, but he plays a lot of instruments mm-hmm. on the record and sings some backups and, you know, recorded everything and... Uh, so my favorite thing about Mr. Matson is there's not anybody else here like him, right? There are a lot of very, very talented people in this state and around this area, but there's not anybody else like Rich Matson. What he's created at Sparta, I think is incredible. So I'm glad that this saw its fruits there. We're about to hear another song from it, but first there is going to be a release show. I'm assuming at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on boxing day, you know, day after Christmas at, at the Bryant Lake bowl theater. And uh, they'll be at 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock, so it's nice and early. I know that's a little late for you. 
But uh, yeah, sadly, I'm not going to be able to make it. Right, right. But I got uh, to be in bed. I'm not joking, man. If I've got my pajamas on and I'm already laying down at 7:30 to do a little light reading, everything's fine. That being said, for the people who are still young and vivacious and into hot new music from Bleak and Grim, give me the rest of the details. Uh, Rich Matson and Jermaine Gemberling will be opening up the show. Really, and then Rich will be joining us uh, uh, for some songs that night. And, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Two-hour show in the Bryant Lake Bowl Theater. You can bowl a couple frames. You can get good food. That's a wonderful place. Tickets and, uh, at the Bryant Lake Bowl website? Yep, yep. $10 tickets in advance. What are they, 15 at the door or something? I, I think 14 mainly just because of the credit card company. $155 <laughs> at the door, so get your tickets now at <laughs> bryantlakebowl.com. Yeah, check out the secondary market. It's going to be... Yeah, yeah, hot. Pretty, I will be there. Hot. I will be at the show because I get to delay my trip to Iowa to see the in-laws. So I will be there at the show. Awesome, staring oh. you guys down. It's a great, uh, it's a great listening room. I went to a friend's show there like about a year ago, and I just thought I want to play here sometime. You it's know, a people cool are spot. in theater seats, they're paying attention, and it sounds good, and it looks good, and it's cozy. Uh, and also, Craig and I recently decided we're going to only play theaters uh, from now on, un- unless we play somewhere else. Well, because <laughs> I was about to say, well, Lottie freaking. I did. A, I did a holiday performance there, just a one man show uh, called Chris, Christmas Mime in the City. Sorry, that show. <laughs> just punishing. <laughs> and it's only Tuesday. Oh, that, oh, that was a joke. What's Happy holidays. You guys just looked at me with horror. No. <laughs> it wasn't really horror. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did sound for that. That was, was, was a lot. Yeah. You did. You did. Boom, Thank you. boom. All nice. right. Can we please hear another song from Bleak and Grim? Will you tell me about this song? What's the next one? Are we doing be? this one? Yeah. Sure. This one with the funky bass line that I love so much. All right, let's do it. I guess we're going to go. Are we going to go right into it? Is Craig going to tell us more about it? Uh, yeah, this is, uh, in, I guess, influenced by Colum- Columbo? Yeah, the original working title for this song was uh, Columbo Goodbye. So Jimmy Dutch Gaines, pay attention, because he loves that show.
my favorite off the new album i well i know that you were like we got to play that one i'm like okay really as long cool as they're song. cool i'm cool and that was cool bleak and grim if you're just now joining us i don't get it because you can start the podcast anytime you want so you know it's not like a live radio broadcast right it's weird it's a little <laughs> it bit weird. it's a little bit like the truman show but you can you can <laughs> bounce back and forth so i don't need to say names again i don't need to say anything again i'll just sit here quietly while sean bernard talks about his dual life not only is he a loving family man hmm. and a co-owner of the Brian Oak Show LLC and stalwart ally and producer? He also leads a very secret life. Well, actually, it's fairly public. You can find him online. But he is also a realtor for Edina Realty, the 50th in France location. Weird time of year for this. Does anyone call at all? Everyone caught up in the holidays? I just went and looked at a house in White Bear Lake yesterday Go on. and uh, helped somebody kind of figure out they're not selling until next summer, but that's perfect because we can kind of say, hey, let's go room by room and declutter. Clean up this nightmare that you call a home? Well, well, <laughs> yeah, I kind of said that uh, to myself, but I rephrased it right. you know, for, for the person I was talking to. But it's hard for people when they've been in a place for 30 years as this family has been and their last kids are just finally moving out uh-huh. and they're like, Oh my God! We Thirty have years a lot of, of actual crap. And I have everywhere. a little. I have a little trick. I'm like, this is the only way you feel progress. Go room by room. Yeah, yeah. Literally, to. donate, keep, throw away, and then of course they're going to do the big spring uh, garage sale. But of course. If you know somebody that's looking to buy or sell, six one two eight five nine two five nine four, and I donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local artist or musician, and I actually did kind of a holiday thing and uh, donated to. Doug Collins, mm-hmm. Sarah Morris, Ben Cook Feltz, and Katie Vernon. Uh, a little extra holiday bonus donation for all of them. So, Well, that was very nice of you. Yep, and then I'm going to go see their show. And then, you, you know, I don't know if you guys have a chimney or if you have a door, but plan on me stopping by the house on Christmas Eve night. Not my house. No, their house, because oh. they're in a band that ties into the donation. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Right, I think, sorry about that. I, no nap following. I know. Sometimes I'm very That's because thick. Aaron and I, we were on the same page. We were in a rock and roll choir together. Here know? we go. I we know. were. Tell what me, does we realtor mean? It means uh, Selling houses? That, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I believe it. it's realtor. Yeah, it is uh, realtor. Thank you very much, Aaron. Reality saying it the right way. It's Realityator, and everybody knows it. Yes. What was the name of this so-called rock and roll choir? Kith and Ken Chorus. Yeah. Kith and Ken Chorus, uh, led by the multi-talented Rachel Reese, uh, who is a musician who goes uh, plays under the name Her Crooked Heart. Oh, uh, and uh, she's a, she's amazing at kind of everything she does, but uh, it, it's really fun. I'm not in it this season, but I'm Sean and I. Have been in several seasons together and probably mm-hmm. will be again. Yeah, I'll do it again someday. We had her on the show. Yeah, yeah, I remember yep, that. Yep, she's I just, fantastic. I forgot the easy. Okay, fine, boys. Here we go. Three, two, three, four. I haven't warmed up yet. I know Aaron has it. Yeah, so. doesn't come in. For it doesn't come in for quite a while because <laughs> <laughs> that's that was kind of our whole deal with the kid. She'd look at us oh. and go, "Oh no, 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 no. Your part. It's third verse, yeah. and then just that part, and then you're then you're done." 
That's okay. my wife. My wife is a choir instructor. In fact, her holiday concerts are tonight. Uh, they're they're going to be going down in just a couple of hours here. And so, having grown up in many choirs myself, I always love a good choir. Joe. And we're blending, and we're bl- we're not standing and, out. We're blending. What I love is when one hand's pushing back yes, like choir, yes. and then the other hand's like, "Now I need to draw you yeah, out while I'm pushing exactly. back." What do you want? <laughs> what? How can I help you? Stop go. Stop go. How can I help you? Red light, green light. That's a metaphor for life. <laughs> yeah, Bleak exactly. and grim. The new album Cold comes out on January first. Now, this is an odd time of the year because you're going to miss the Christmas rush. All right, let's be honest. Why January first for the release of this? What some are calling tour de force. Uh, yeah. Uh, Craig and I yeah, are are calling it that. Uh, we want to see him prolific. And uh, a year from now, yeah. when our next thing comes out, oh. it'll be like, wow, there's, didn't they just put one out in 2023 already? Right. And uh, yeah, it's going to make it look like we put out lots of music. Our, our third release is going to be a greatest hits. <laughs> We're not kidding. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> all right. Gatefold double album just yeah. released the first two. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah. In all, in all title honesty, anyway. I know, yeah. I know you two have known each other for a very long time. Friendship in no way guarantees professional compatibility or creative compatibility, right? Um, at some point, though, you discovered that you work well together. Is it ever... I mean, sometimes I know it falls into place. You're like, ooh, that bit there. Hey, what if we did this here? And it all seems like everything's great, and you two are Batman and Robin, whoever's who. I don't really want to know about that right now. <laughs> but, I mean, there are there days where you're like, that fucker. That, 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 let me ask this. I'm not asking. I'm not trying to go too deep. Are there days that are more difficult than others? Maybe. I think at this point, not really. You know, yeah. when we first worked together in X-Ray Hip, maybe we disagreed about a lot of things or not or thought that we did, or kind of maybe misinterpreted each other's motives a little bit. But I, I, we were pretty... What? I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, no, it's perfect harmony. Uh, we Points uh, to Craig. It, <laughs> no, I think we work together pretty well. I mean, I, can, I, I can't really think of... I mean, we don't agree on everything, but we, you know, we, we, uh, we work it out, uh, you know. Well, neither one of us wa- wants to be right. <laughs> which is handy that's weird in in you know so it's like you got this idea for it go with it you know and yeah. uh we've done it so long that you know you can get hung up on with bands and stuff one of the reasons we do it as a duo right is because we don't have all kinds of other people involved right makes it a lot easier to to agree you know compared to if there's you know three songwriters four songwriters the same reason drummers. That, that i hate the show <laughs> sister wives i've got a wife okay i've got the one Imagine having four wives and you have to maintain nope. all their homes nope. and make the rounds. No, nope. yeah, I refuse to imagine it. Well, Goldberg, but to me, but to me, that sounds like that sounds like like if you're in a band with five people and everyone's loud, I just I can't fathom what that must be like. So I'm glad you found a little piece here doing the duo thing. Yeah, and and honestly, but at this point too, like uh, if he disagrees with me, I it's not like uh, I I wonder what his motive is. It's like I, he's. He's probably, there's a good chance he's right about what he's going to say. So I listened to it. Maybe 15 years ago in the band we were in together before, maybe that wasn't the case. But right. uh, it, it, sure, it is now, I would say. And then, we're, I mean, having having Rich Matson as, a, you know, co-producing with us and, right. and doing stuff. So he'll he'll take a direction on something and then it really makes it a lot easier for us. And then we're lucky enough to 
have our editor and mixer and master guy is Rob Genetic in town here. Mm. Yep. And so, you know, we give him the tracks and then he puts them together for a rough thing. And so the collaboration is what's fun to me, you know, because you get stuck on your own. If you're making your own stuff and making all your own decisions constantly, it's like, eh. you know, it's nice. Oh, you think this should be like that? Cool. That, I wouldn't have thought of that. And that makes it much better. But still, me. just uh, only a certain number of people and, and people that we trust. So that, that's, that's why it works out that way. When you uh, were bringing it before, but working with the video guy and having, having it be fun, I mean, that's kind of the same approach we take when we go up to Sparta with Rich. It's like, it's just going to be fun. And none of us like to waste time. And, you know, usually one of the three of us will have a good idea for, you know, what else the song needs or what, what should happen. And if, you know, and two of us will probably agree you know, if, if there's some disagreement and we try the, the one will trust the other two guys. So it works out pretty well. I have a thing that I've said doing what I do for a living, uh, for good God, almost 30 years. I love working with professionals. You know, like if you have the right people over here doing promotions, you have the right people over here in sales, you have the right people in engineering, you are allowed then to achieve your greatest without having to spin all those plates all at the same time. Right? So you get to focus on sounding good and coming up with good ideas I got to be honest, man. I mean, I know Rob Genetic's great, but Rich Matson, I've probably spoken to, I don't know, I mean, Sean, realistically, 15, 20 people who've recorded at Sparta on this show right here? Yeah. At least. Yeah, for sure. I've never heard one person even kind of hint that Rich isn't sort of, uh, you know, like an airbender or a miracle maker or something, right? I mean, he's incredible, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's super fun to work with. I mean, it's a... It's the privilege i mean it's just i kind of pinch myself actually i prefer to pinch craig uh, <laughs> i find it hard to believe but and, and luckily i i enjoy pinching yeah well please not in the smart start mn studio because we don't really have an hr department okay let's save that for later oh no grab ass boys let's do this thing well and and then for me uh i've made you know what 16 records with rich now or something really? like that with all kinds of different acts yeah, yeah. So there's that level of I can just say an idea about what needs to happen with a guitar part, and he's so fast that you can just immediately right. boom. Like on on uh, the third song on this new record, uh, Aaron's like, I gotta go to the bathroom and I gotta make a phone call. Uh, you guys gonna do that solo at the end? And you know, we came up with it needs to have a solo hook at the end, and so he he went out to take care of his stuff, and 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 uh, I said to Rich, okay, it's it's the last fall through the PV. This is what I hear. I sang it to him, just a little bit, part of it. Went out, plugged it in, hit play. He played it once. Perfect solo. We came back in, sat down, and, you know, five minutes later, here comes Aaron, and he goes, are you guys going to do that solo or what? I'm like, it's done. <laughs> it's over. It's, it's over. Yeah. So literally one so fast. is that on the record? Yes. Yeah. That's fabulous. All right, let's talk about that a little bit more then before we start to wrap things up here. Cold, K-O-L-D is the name of the record, out on January 1st, 2023. I'm assuming through all the streaming services. What about Bandcamp? What are we doing there? Yeah, we've got it. Uh, you can get it on Bandcamp now. Actually. Right now. That's kind of the, that's kind of the I don't know, uh, what what is it, a marketing gimmick or what is it? No, no that's no. where your best margins are, <laughs> well, actually. Yeah, that's the best. Margins, we love But also, yeah. like, yep. go there and pay for actual music. I know the people stream, and I know that if perhaps this record does become, as I mentioned, the 
the indelible bruise on the American <laughs> psyche that many predict it will. Cold. Um, you know, if you get five billion streams, you're going to get a nice mailbox money check, but that may not happen. So people should go out and buy music. It's like Sean and I when we did yeah. our Patreon party. All the artists get paid. We don't, that whole bullshit about, you know, you should be glad for the promotion. Mm -hmm. You should be glad for, that is some garbage right there. So people go there and buy it, please. Bleak and Grim, that's bleak with two E's and grim with two M's. And the new one, Cold, out on January 1st. And Boxing Day, where are we doing the party at? Bryant Lake Bowl. That's right. A beautiful theater right there in Uptown. As the name almost gives way right at the corner of Bryant and Lake Street. I had never thought of that before. Right? See, it's right there, and it was there in front of you the whole time. What a coincidence. I mean, (laughs) you remember that band Emerson, Lake, and Lindale? I I do. Yeah, that was a great name. I also also liked the name (laughs) REO Speed Dealer. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That was another 90s beauty from the Twin Cities. I loved that name. Favorite, Favorite band name of all time in Minneapolis for me, though? Yeah, yeah. Sweatpants Boner. No, I'm going to be honest. I've never actually heard of Sweatpants Boner, but I've seen experiences pretty close to home. Sweatpants Boner. (laughs) Please look them up, Sean, for the next show. All right. Let's try to get Sweatpants Boner in here if we can. Hmm. I am Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. Before we bid a fond farewell to Bleak and Grim, I want to thank Smart Start MN once again. I want to thank Moxie Financial Wealth Management Group. Uh, I want to thank you, Sean Bernard. Thank you, Brian. Oak. This past par- this past Sunday, the party was really cool, man. You did a great yeah, job. Yeah, thank you very much. It's always a little stressful on the front side, but what a turnout! It was and great, it was just man. really cool. So thank you to everybody, and thanks for our sponsors and everybody for helping out and being there and showing up. So did we let these guys know that now uh, you know they've been in here together? So you're allowed to come to future Patreon events, mm-hmm. but only arm in arm. You have to be together. Yes. It's a duo. Yes. Yeah, that seems fair. The okay. only, that's the only way we do anything. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go shopping now. Actually, Any parting <laughs> thoughts, gentlemen? Anything you'd like to say? Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. It's great to be here. You guys are fun. Are we not Are we not <laughs> calling down tyranny? You don't want to have a soapbox you want to get up on? This Nothing is your like chance on I'm a major podcast. I hope people uh, well, figure it out. Major podcast is strong. Also, though, I prefer your approach. I'm kind of tired of screaming. And shouting. Yep. A little breathing, and I just hope everybody figures it out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to convince anybody. I've tried I, uh, back when I was on Twitter. And, uh, oh, yeah. you, well, no, yeah. there, that's a cesspool. No, yeah, that's yeah. like, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean this sewer up, and we're going to be able to drink out of this. No, that'll never, ever, ever happen. But you can't stop trying, right? I mean, that's kind of my hope of the season. I'm not an overly spiritual individual by any means, but you got to keep trying, man. Yep. Not on Twitter, though. Fuck Twitter. Twitter can burn to the ground, all right? That shit's over. Bleak and Grim, the new album, Cold, January 1st of this year. You can get it now at Bandcamp, and you can hang out with them at Bryant Lake Bowl on Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas, right? The 26th? Yeah, it's a Monday. Oh, very good. Mm -hmm. All right, well, it's going to be a quiet week that week. Why not get out and see some music? Gentlemen, Happy New Year to you, and I hope you make the most of the holidays. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. And you too, Sean. And oh, we'll- Happy New Year indeed. Hi. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Once again, I knew he'd have my back. He's right there for me like a big brother. And and Tiny Tim, who did not die. Um, yeah, we're speaking of bleak and grim. We're going to play one last song, but this one goes back to that uh, eponymous debut. Is that right? The EP? 
That's correct. Okay. Tell now, all the way back to 2021. Remember those whoa, days? Whoa, whoa, man. Whoa. Well, we wrote we wrote this first one. Okay, in, boomer. We yeah, we wrote this uh, first collection of songs uh, separated across the room with masks on before you know in the middle of the uh, each co- next to an open co- window at opposite ends of an attic. And and this is for real. Yeah. So oh, you really we, did that so that we yeah. wouldn't get sick. I mean, well, and or, that's cool. Did either of you ever end up getting COVID? I have not had it yet. Not yet. Oh, I've got it right now. Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've wanted it. I've wanted it. Yeah. Well, when we when no, we good. came in and you gave me that European style kiss and yeah. kind of lingered there, I thought, "What's that? Is that COVID?" Yeah. Did he say kind of lingered, or did he say something else? I Smells mean, like COVID. Anyway, <laughs> that's just that's just my beard coming back in. That's anyway. all that is. So we go back to these early songs right here. You guys, obviously, no one's going to cancel you, but you were practicing safe writing and recording, which was fantastic. But what, I mean, is this where Bleak and Grim was born? Yeah, th- uh, Bleak and Grim is like, I don't know, the fourth time that uh, Craig has pulled me out of, uh, you know, so-called retirement from music. Like, hey, I got, why don't we do something? Why don't we write some songs or something? And then it's always fun. And he writes guitar parts that give me ideas for vocal parts. And, uh, and the next thing you know, we're we're recording and playing a show. So this is this is the most recent time of that. And it's, uh, and like we talked about before, just the two of us makes it easy. We There's no one else to fight with. And, and we don't like to fight with each other. So awesome. Yet. I, I get, you know what? I didn't realize there was going to be a little life coaching at the end of this show. Do you think you'll play more shows coming up into 2023? I hope so, if there are theaters that will have us. Oh, that's right. Theaters only. <laughs> we're, well, a the, we're a theater group, I yeah. say, I quite, quite forgot. Too old to try to get an audience's attention now, so I like them aimed yeah. at the stage. In a so seat. We already have uh, I see. Well, attention. not in the back, you know, here in the background, so many bar gigs, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tina got her tonsils out. Right, you know, right, you're, right. You're playing your most sensitive song. That was a replacement song, I think. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Tommy, not Tina. I was yeah. joking. I know you were. It's, Later it's on, updated. I'll say something that's not funny so you can compare the two. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that that means it's time to go. I wish you guys well. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank I, you, I, you too. too as well. Have a very happy holiday. And I also want to thank Audio Quip. They're the one a group of people we forgot to mention in addition to our patreon supporters but audio quip they've got audio equipment it's right there in the name audio quip see always learning and they are really good people and you know kind of like you guys are talking about after a while you're kind of done working with jackasses you just want to work with people that make sense to you right that are good people the people at audio quip are those people they know what they're doing nate and his crew are very good great guys if you need to run equipment go to them first please absolutely we're gonna leave we'll be back again next time whenever next time is but we're gonna go for now and we're gonna say goodbye to bleak and grim anything you want to say about this song or are we just gonna do this this is the only other song we have a video for, and it's called Loving Me is Killing You. Two kinds of darkness, we all understand the first. You embrace the last. Believing something that is not to be explained And not to be believed That rush you feel means loving me is killing you I know it feels exhilarating and free Until it feels like loving me is killing you So stop loving me
someone who is not to be believed And who cannot explain Their kind of darkness felt so thrilling from the first You know it won't last That rush you feel means loving me is killing you You don't understand the first And I come from the last Regret your love I suppose that you could stop You know you can't believe That crush you feel Means loving me is killing you I know it feels excruciating and 